Do you find yourself living in chaos? I mean, what does it take to get our lives in order? Well, listen on, because I'm going to give you some steps to begin moving forward towards some order and structure and purpose and productivity in your life. Stay with me. Hey friend, welcome to the Shattered into Beautiful podcast. I'm Jeannie Smith. If your heart is hurting, no matter what your circumstances are, there is only one healer. Through biblical content, I will teach you how to experience whole healing and soar into great purpose. So let's get into today's show. Grab your favorite coffee, journal, and Bible. It's time to dig in and unwrap your gift. Hey, 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 welcome back to the show. I'm Jeannie Smith. I'm your host for the Shattered in a Beautiful podcast. Well, I want to share a review. Thank you so much for the reviews. Keep paying it forward, friends. This one is from Little Prince. It says, I really enjoy listening. It's inspiring. Really helps me with my daily life. This will touch so many lives. I can't wait for the next episode. And I pray that many people will be reached through this podcast. God has given Jeannie such an insight of his word and a heart for helping others. Well, thank you, little prince. I really appreciate that review. Well, friends, today's episode is about getting our lives in order. That's the title. And we're going to learn how healing and purpose actually starts with orderly steps. Don't you love how I bring everything back to healing and purpose? Because it truly is about those things, salvation, healing, and then what? Purpose. Like, what are we here for? To glorify God, yes, but there's other things that he's gifted us and called us to do. So today we're going to begin talking about that. Let's look at what Proverbs 24, 3 through 4 says. By wisdom, a house is built, and through understanding, it is established. Through knowledge, its rooms are filled with rare and beautiful treasures. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. And that second portion of scripture is from Matthew 7, 24. So I'm going to look at a couple other scriptures today, but we have to start with the word of God when we talk about getting our lives in order, because God is a God of order. And it says here by wisdom. So God is releasing wisdom through his word is where we find wisdom. And he's telling us what to do. For a house to be built, it has to be built upon the foundation of God. Now, we're going to talk about what houses we're talking about. We're talking about our vessel, our spiritual being, our this this house. This is a house, right? Someone lives here. And if you're a believer, Jesus Christ lives there. So we're going to talk about that house. We're going to talk about our physical house. What does it mean to get that one in order? But it says that we understand these things through his word. It is through his word that we get understanding and these things are established. And that's what we want to do. We want to get these things established in our life. And when we do that, then God begins to fill the rooms with rare and beautiful treasures. That's what the Lord says. Therefore, everyone who hears these words, listen, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice. Now, there's a partnership happening there. Now, God is speaking the words, but you have a a part in this too. You have to put them in action. You have to align with him. You have to partner with him. When you put them into practice, you will be a wise man who has built his house upon the rock. Not sand, not sinking sand, because scripture tells us, and we'll get into that one in a moment, but when the storm comes, 
Because friends, the storm is coming. And when the storms come, if our house is not built upon a rock, it will come tumbling down. But those that build their house upon the rock, it will sustain any storm coming our way. So let's go ahead and look at that together. Matthew 7, 24 through 27. Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. The rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house. Yet it did not fall because it had its foundation on the rock. But everyone who hears these words of mine and does not put them into practice is like a foolish man who built his house on the sand. Verse 27, the rain came down, the streams rose, and the winds blew and beat against that house, and it fell with a great crash. Now, how many of us just feel sometimes, like the scripture is saying, just kind of beat upon? You're in these storms, storms are coming, and you just kind of feel beat upon. And maybe you feel like you're crashing. But this word is speaking about our homes, our, our, our houses, but it's also talking about our lives, our vessels. What are we building our lives upon? Well, I hope it's the rock because the rock will be the only thing that will withstand any storm. And let's be very clear. The rock is Jesus, the word of God. Now, something fun that you can do later is search the word order. Like God has something to say about everything. So you will see many passages in scripture concerning order. For example, Corinthians 1, 1440 says, very simple and clear, let all things be done decently and in order. I love this one in Colossians 2, 5. For though I be absent in the flesh, yet I am with you in the spirit, joying and beholding your order and the steadfastness of your faith in Christ. Okay, now I want to give you some things that you can actually apply. We, we first got the foundation of the Word of God, and now I'm going to give you some things that you can actually apply. So the first thing is our bodies, our vessels. We have to take care of ourselves. So what are you doing to bring order to yourself? It's about you first. It's about our relationship with God and bring an order to our bodies and to ourselves because these bodies that we have, well, they belong to God. And really, they're just on loan. I mean, we belonged to God in heaven. We were there first. And then he knit us together. He put us in our mother's womb. He gave life to us. And now as we grow, we're, we're taught, or we should be taught, how to take care of our bodies, our vessels. And then we become adults and we're independent. And, and then we have to be responsible over these bodies that God has given us because they're on loan really from God, right? I mean, so how do we do that? Okay, so from a physical perspective, we hopefully we are cleaning ourselves. You have to clean this vessel every day, right? That's one of the ways that you take care of it. And also how you take care of it is what are you feeding it? Like what are you putting inside this body? Is it well? Is it sick? You know, does it have a spirit of infirmity in it because of the things that we're doing or the things rather that we're not doing? Because we have to do things, for example, like exercise. Are you getting exercise? Because this body, this vessel, it needs to be moving. It was created for movement. Um, so are you moving it? Are you exercising? Are you getting rest that your body needs? Uh, because if you're not doing these things, if you're not feeding it and you're not exercising it and you're not getting rest, then you're not going to be productive. And so you're going to be feeling pretty crappy, you know, and you're not going to be able to serve the Lord 
which is what he really created you to do, which is to bring glory to him and to serve him. So even in something simple like getting up and getting ready to go to work each day, do you roll out of bed with excitement and energy and, oh, I'm ready to tackle this day? Or do you roll out of bed with, oh my gosh, another day. I just don't even feel like putting my feet on the floor. And if that's you, then something's wrong. Something's out of order. And so we need to recalibrate what's going on in your life. And I want to talk about this as well while we're talking about the physical body. Because we're talking about taking care of it from a physical perspective. But you also have to take care of it from a spiritual perspective. Job 23.12 says that his word is needed more than our necessary food. So you have to be careful. It starts in your mind. So what are you feeding your mind? What are you listening to? What are you watching? How are your eye gates? How are your ear gates? You have to be careful with what you feed your mind because it can take form over you, you know? And so you need to feed it things that are energizing and positive and glorifying and spirit-fed because that puts your body in alignment first with your mind and heart and soul with the Word of God to the things that will sustain you throughout the day because guess what? Then you feel like going and taking your vitamins and going for a walk. Then you feel like tackling the day. Now you feel like being productive. So it all starts in our mind. This is our physical bodies that we're talking about, how to take care of our physical body. Now, maybe there's something that you need to remove from your body. So what does that look like? Okay, so let's do a little bit of self-evaluation. Is there something that you're intaking into your body every day that is making you sick? You know, and so I just, I just want to talk about this in baby steps because in all these things that we're talking about, we have to understand that the grace of God abounds. Father, fill us with your abundant grace. We make mistakes every day, but God's grace is there to pick us up and to dust off our boo-boos. It's okay, but I want you to start small. I want you to do a self-evaluation over, because nobody knows, you know, God knows you very, very well. The second person that knows you well is yourself, because you know what you're doing or maybe what you're not doing. So I want you to take a baby step. I want you to determine one thing that needs to be removed out of your life that is bringing harm and destruction to you. Maybe it's a habit. Maybe it's something that you're eating. I don't know, but you know. And I want you to take a baby step and declare it today. Write it down on paper and say, this is one thing that I will begin to do today to remove out of my life that will begin to heal me, sustain me, and bring me into a place of success. And it will begin to put my life in order. Okay. And so what is that one thing? You know, Let's just talk about this, for example. Maybe it's sugar. Like, that's one thing that I have pulled out of my life. I'm trying to pull out of my family's life constantly. It's just making sure that what we're eating is, you know, benefiting us and not bringing us harm. Sugar is a, is a yes, it's yummy, and but it is, it's created to give us a hunger for more, you know, where you become almost in a, have an addiction towards sugar. And you just, you ever notice when you eat it, you just want more and more and more of it? You can't just eat one cookie. You want to you know, eat the uh, whole package unless you have some really, really strong willpower and determination. But I find that if I remove the sugar from my body and I fill my, um, my craving with something better, something healthier for me, maybe a healthier form of sugar, then I don't have those cravings and I'm very, very satisfied. So when I feed myself something good, it satisfies me and it makes me productive and I feel good. You know, whether if I give myself bad sugar, there's this constant craving for more and then I get to feel, 
you know, there's just dips in my blood pressure, high and low, and then I feel like, you know, crud, and I don't want to do anything, just lay on the couch. You know, so that we can we can determine that this is not a good thing for me. I don't like the way I'm feeling. So we're going to remove this out of our out of our body, and we're going to find something that's whole food to fill ourselves with to take care of that craving. Okay, maybe it's just you just need to exercise. You're not moving. Your body was created for movement. So maybe you just do a um, line in the sand and you make one step to I'm going to exercise today for ten minutes, or maybe it's fifteen minutes. It doesn't matter. It's a step towards your order in your life. Now, I want to take a moment and just speak to addiction. If you are someone struggling with addiction, I want to ask you a question. What does your addiction do for you? And addiction comes in many shapes and forms. Something that you're putting into your body or doing to your body that's bringing harm. And many times addictions are used to ease pain from previous pains in your past, and I want to encourage you today to be real and to be honest with yourself and with others and seek help to overcome your addiction because you can overcome your addiction by the power of God and through the right help. And I want to encourage you to get that addiction out of your life because addiction, by the way, is demonic. It is a demonic form of putting you in bondage and keeping you in bondage and ultimately to take your life. It is from the pit of hell. And it has tentacles and it spreads and impacts everyone around you. Recovery and healing is a process. It is a process. Expect that. But it can happen and you can overcome it. And I just want to encourage you in that today. I want you to know that God loves you and he has a great purpose and plan for your life. God can clean you. He can wipe it all away. He can give you new perspective and clarity. He wants to take out those things, those addictions out of your life and replace them with good things that will bring your vessel, your body, your home, your house into order. Because that's what drugs do. They're meant to destroy you. So addictions cause you to live out of place of uh, out of a place of desperation and survival just from day to day to day. That's not what God has purpose for you. He has abundant life purpose for you. And addiction comes to rob you of that. And so you're worried about, you know, how am I going to get my next high? Or how am I going to, you know, buy bread and milk today? Um, and you're, and then you're deciding on what do I use the money that I have in my hands for today? Do I use it for an addiction that I feel like I have to have to, in order to survive today and function? Or do I use it to put food on the table? And this becomes a vicious, vicious cycle that you yourself, friend, cannot break free from. You need the power of God and you need the right appropriate help for healing and recovery. But it is not impossible. Nothing is impossible for God. So seek him and seek help. Begin today, draw a line in the sand and say, I will begin putting my house in order because addiction, speak to it. You have brought everything in my life out of order. My life is not even my own anymore. It belongs to this addiction. That is demonic. Your life is yours. Your life is God's. It belongs to him, but he's given it to you. He's given you the freedom, the free will to use it, to make choices, to use it for his glory. And I just speak today that you will be clean and set 
free in the mighty name of Jesus, that boldness will rise up in you and courage will rise up in you because you are not alone. There are many people that struggle in this area. Speak to someone today. Let today be the day that you speak to someone and seek help in regards to this. Okay, moving forward. Now, remember, we're not tackling the mountain today. We are just stepping over stones. We're turning stones over. We're taking baby steps. So be faithful to the process. I'm just asking you to be honest with yourself. I'm asking you to consider what things need to be removed out of your life in order to bring your life into order that is healthy and good. I'm asking you to be faithful to the process. And as you are faithful to the process, God will be faithful to you. So start with one thing, and then when you overcome that thing, you can begin chipping away at another thing in your life that you want to remove so that you can bring great order. Okay, so we talked about our body, our health, our mind, our vessels. Now let's talk about our finances. Well, friends, I can tell you right now, it's very simple. Matthew 6, 33, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all other things will be added unto you. So when we get our finances in order, then the blessing will flow. And so I can tell you one thing that you need to do to get your finances in order. One simple thing, and that is give to the kingdom. Give to the Lord. Now, he doesn't need it, but he desires your faithfulness. He desires that you would put him first in everything in your life, and that begins also with your finances. And so give to a local church, or maybe there's a ministry or charity that you love, but make sure it's doing kingdom work and it's sharing the gospel because that's important. But give. Give to the Lord. He, he asked for 10%. You can give above and beyond, but just, just give. Give. And when you give, that will begin to bring your finances in order because you're putting the foundation there. The foundation is the rock. Remember, it's Jesus. We're putting him first into the kingdom. Everything in our life, we have to seek first the kingdom. And then what does it say? All other things will be added unto you. Now, do not have a fear when it comes to your finances because I can tell you many, many stories of when we have put God first in our finances, the blessings flow. The blessings will flow. So begin today. I will begin to put God first and bring order to my finances. Okay, so we've talked about our, our bodies, vessels, and minds. We've talked about our finances. And the last thing I'm going to talk to you about is your home and your time. And these two are going to kind of couple together as I um, share this word with you. So let's talk about how organized your home is. And even if you're not an organized person, because not everybody has that gift, but you can still bring order to your home. So your home needs order. If we don't create order, there will be chaos. And so let's talk about first time. Okay, time is just like your finances in a sense. And what I mean by that is when we have a budget, we direct every penny as to where it's going to go, right? It's the same thing with our time. We have to direct our time and organize our time because if we don't, then we will find ourselves wasting time. I heard a wonderful quote that uh, impacted my life and it was simply this. If you fail to plan, plan to fail. That simply says that we have to put a plan in order for the day or for the month or for the year. We need to make plans. The Bible tells us to make plans, so that's wisdom. But then we have to also leave room for the Holy Spirit to move. And so I have shared this with you before in a previous conversation, but go ahead and make your plans for the day, but leave room for the Holy Spirit 
to move. We have to leave space there for him to move because someone may need you, a phone call may come, and you have to be willing and able to stop and put the kingdom of God, his work, priority in the space during your day. That's very, very important. But once that's done, then the Lord will release you to move forward with the plans and the purposes that you have made for yourself that day. And so that may look different for everyone. For me, I, I create um, in my planner three priorities for the day, things that I need to get accomplished. That's huge because it used to be a long list, but then God taught me more and more how to just live and flow in his freedom and in his presence throughout the day and to trust him with my time. So I would say, Lord, okay, these are the three things that I know are important that I need to get done today and I leave the rest to you. And that would be my priority list. And then I would have another list that just had odds and end things on it. And if God allowed the time for any of those things to get done, then I would plug them into the empty spaces. I hope that makes sense. But there are many, many ways that you can organize yourself and your time. There's great software online if you like to have um, something handwritten, you know, in your hand, hard copy, like a planner or a journal, you can use those as well. But it really does help bring things in order, you know, and if you're not someone that likes to do uh, a lot of writing or software, then just record it. Record it on your phone. Go, today, this is what I need to get accomplished. And then throughout the day, go back and listen to your recording. Okay, did I do that? Did I do that? And but we can make this as simple as we need to make it. But the fact is, we've got to align with order in our homes and direct our time so that we don't waste our time. Now, if you're single, this process is pretty easy because you're just dealing with yourself. But if you have a family, a spouse, or children, then it gets a little bit more creative because you're also organizing and planning things for your family unit. Um, and if your kids are very active in things, um, and, and I just want to speak to this. We can get really caught up to having our kids involved in so many things because we think that's what's best for them. But I can tell you that what your kids need is the Word of God. So make sure that you prioritize that. Make sure you're leaving time to spend time with your children in your home, which I always tell my family, this is the training ground. This is the battlefield where we're sitting and learning the Word of God. We're learning how to communicate with each other in a healthy way. And, and when, you, when you have a child in your home, you're training them to be able to go out and live in the world. And so everything that they're learning in the home will impact them forever. And so that's really important. So make sure you're carving out time. And that's number one priority is that you're spending time together as a family and you're spending time together in the word. Have them involved in kingdom things first. And then if they have a sport that they really love, like my son loves football. So we just do one thing. It's just one thing. We do football, and then he has a gift for music, so we focus on that as well. And other than that, we're home together as a family, and we're in the Word of God, and we're just trying to fellowship with people and build the kingdom. So don't get too busy. We can, If we're not careful, we can get overly busy, and that is a tool of the enemy, too, to keep you so busy that you're missing out on the abundant good things that God has purposed for your life. Now, I wanted to give you just a couple of examples, tools that you could use. If you're someone who loves to have a um, planner in your hand that you like to, you know, actually write down things in. Um, one that I really, really love is called the Prayerful Planner. And you can go online, prayerfulplanner.com, and you can get that. Um, it's Each day is full of scriptures, and it'll have 
um, your priorities at the top, which is why I chose this one. I love it. And then underneath it, it has planet. So it lets you drop all those other things, you know, that are the secondary things that you might want to get accomplished throughout the day or the week. There's a place for prayer journaling. There's a prayer to, or a space to post it. Um, it also addresses your physical health and a space for praises. Like what has God done for me today? So all of those things are important to me. Um, you know, what am I doing to take care of myself throughout the day? So I love that. Love, love, love that resource. Um, another one that I just recently learned about that I'm going to be implementing in my life as well to streamline things is called Mind Master. And it's M-I-N-D. That's M-I-N-D-M-E-I-S-T-E-R.com. Mindmaster.com. And it helps you put together a monthly tasks, a weekly and monthly task. And you can put some you know, I'm a visionary, so I, I like to see things, and I love to see it in color, and I coordinate things and organize things according to some of those applications. And so it allows you to be able to see those things, and you can. And I think that you can get three categories. Um, so that could be personal, family, home, whatever, however you want to organize it. But I think that you can get three of those free. Um, so check that out and see if that's a tool that would work for you. Now, for those of you that are super organized and want to take it to the next level, I'll give you one more tip. Check out MeisterTask.com, which is a sister company to MindMaster.com. So that's M-E-I-S-T-E-R, Task, T-A-S-K.com. So I realize that I'm speaking to a variety of listeners, and I'm trying to make sure that I give um, tips and tools that can help a variety of people. So I hope today's recording has helped you, friends. This uh, topic was by special request from one of our listeners. If there is something, a topic that you would really love to hear discussed, then drop that in the Facebook uh, group that we have. You can send me a message there. You can also reach me on the Smith Evangelistic Ministry Facebook page, or you can reach me on my website, JeannieScottSmith.com. But I will do my best to elaborate on the topic that you would like to have discussed. And you know what? I don't know the answers, but God has all the answers. And so we will just look at his word and what he has to say about whatever it is that you're going through. But here's what you need to know. He cares and he loves you about every single detail in your life. He cares and he loves you and he has an answer for it all. He has a purpose and a plan. He is a God of order. And he calls us to bring things in order to, and he will help us do that. And remember, we just have to be faithful to the process. We have to be faithful to him and he will take care of the rest because he will be faithful to us. One last thing, if there's anything I ever talk about and you need help in that area and you are looking for resources, reach out to me as well on all those other sources and platforms I already shared, and I will help you find the help that you need. Okay. I love you bunches. Live life abundantly, friends. I'll see you in the next show. If you like Mommy's show, leave a review. Hey, before you go, if this podcast has blessed you, the number one way you can help me is to leave a review and subscribe to the Shattered in the Beautiful show. Next, hop on over to the Shattered in the Beautiful private Facebook group where you will find a network of friends with daily inspiration. You can reach me at JeannieScottSmith.com. And lastly, please share the episode or review in your social and tag me at Smith Evangelistic Ministries. I cannot wait to meet with you again. Stay tuned for more life-giving podcasts coming your way. Music.